So once again, hello everybody. We're not going to be doing a recap because we can do it in character. Uh, so we're going to be joining the heroes in Bosco's books and uh, just go for it, guys. Heroes is a bit of a funny word for what we are, but okay. I prefer protagonists for moments like these. Okay. Listen, you know what I mean, though. Well, Bosco, are you going to thump your staff to bring us to order? Oh, yeah, I did that last time. Thunk, thunk. So, uh... You don't have to do that. Well, I'm getting requests. Anyway, <laughs> we took a day trip up to some abandoned asylum or hospital or whatnot, and uh, found a lich there with ancient bad taste and fashion. Had a bit of a mixed success. Got rid of him from the place, but not from this plane of existence. Uh, that being said, that was the end of my participation in that particular uh, task, so... Uh, it, w it was good enough for Cleanne, so... I've got the tooth uh, getting delivered sometime today. Uh, do you have space for dragon's tooth, uh, perchance? I got space for everything around here. Bigger on the inside, that kind of stuff. Uh, all right. I don't really have a place to call home right now, so here was going to have to be where they deliver it. Okay. And I presume that's going to be, what, like a weapon or something? So, my thinking here is... Uh, I, I've gone over this a couple of times, but let me, let me flesh it out a bit more here. I figure, aside from all of your plans regarding putting a dragon in a place where it can't draw magic from things and starving it out, we do need to kill it at some point. So, a weapon made from dragon's teeth can probably pierce dragon hide, given enough velocity. And... Yeah. That's fairly true of most anything. Though, I think you would have to accelerate some materials up to sublight speeds. Right, right, right. Which is why I picked what I assume to be the best material here. Now, I'm not good for much. I'm good for aiming something really well and hitting my target. So, I figure we make a bullet out of it. Or six or twelve or however many. We fashion some sort of payload for it. Like, I figure explosives probably aren't going to be good, but uh, the magic and the engineering types here might have some more clever ideas. You were, t you were talking about, like, portals before. Could you, like, would it be possible to switch the place of everything around the bullet with something else so I could just take a big old chunk out of it. Uh, maybe I need to ask a wizard about that. Yeah, I, I, I don't quite understand the assignment. Mm. I found that with so, so long as you're firing the right thing, gunpowder works more often than not. <sighs> right, right, right. What I'm getting at here is it's gonna take a lot it would take a lot of bullets to kill a dragon the old-fashioned way uh, well actually that's part of the reason why I'm on the lookout for the ring of Solomon at the moment 
because the main thing that that will bring to the table is reinforcements. Mm. As, a, as a matter of fact, it uh, it's going to involve a short commute. Uh, most the creatures called demons that have been connected through a pact to the Ring of Solomon, Solomon's seal, are actually natives of the Deadlands. From the far reaches beyond the uh, domain of the so-called sultans. Okay, well that might be convenient because I'm fixing on turning the Deadlands into our killing fields. I've, uh, I managed to track down and have a, a lunch meeting with Thomas Poe. He's a son of one of those sultans. He's a, a pretty knowledgeable individual when it comes to Deadlands portals. He is going to be working out the calculations necessary to figure out, like, where in the Feywilds coordinates to the center of the Deadlands, which is where the Sultans told us to drop the thing. Uh, he told me that the formulation for it is pretty simple. You basically just need like something door-esque, and it can be made out of any material. You just have to attach it to a flat plane, so, you know, paint, chalk, uh... Probably something impermanent would work as well, like ribbon, so long as it's like flat down on it. And then you just need to run some amount of power through it. We don't know how much. Uh, it might be basically none. It might be that you could just make it happen, motion at Bosco. Or it might be that we need to like tap into some nearby Fey ley line to act as like a jumper. We're getting it figured out. Um, also figured out that if it's done on a horizontal surface, it matches up to a horizontal surface in the Deadlands that's in the opposite orientation. So there's a gravity reversal partway through. Hmm. And uh, things will get cut if they are partway through the, the portal and then it is destroyed. Normally there's a kind of like swinging action to close it, so whatever's sitting in the middle will get knocked out, but if you destroy whatever the medium is that is creating the portal, it will snap. It will disintegrate traumatically and anything like on that edge will be destroyed. Uh, I've got like one unanswered question and that's how does adamantine interact with the plane of the portal and I don't think I'm going to be able to get that answer until I can interact with Merlin which is what I'm really hoping I can manage to make happen today same and by the way if we're talking about horizontal portals salt works pretty well for that see that's a, okay that's a good thought except like we're going to have to get this dragon mid-flight which is another thing that I 
am gonna need some assistance with. We're gonna need to figure out like where is the dragon, which is we need to talk to Rolgar, and then we're gonna need to figure out like where is our drop zone, and we're gonna need to set up something on the opposite side that's going to pull it in as straight a line as possible to get it over our drop zone. And it's going to be in flight and presumably beating its wings out of habit, if not necessity. So I don't want the salt to get blown away. Well, I might be able to work something out of that. Like a caking salt that's still water soluble since well, telefragging the dragon worked once. Did I say that right, by the way? Yes, you got that word correct. Uh, I did I... have that thought. It would be nice if we could just like put it on lockdown until the gravity fluctuation settles and it's sitting halfway between the planes, and then we could just cut the thing cleanly in half. But I don't want to rely on that. Well, as for powering it, mana batteries are a thing that exists. I could fetch one fairly easily. Okay. Those will be good. We'll have those on hand. We'll, uh, throw them... Gosh, would that be series or parallel? I'll, hmm. I'll figure that out. I guess you'd want to have them in parallel. I'm I'm completely lost here, so is a little bit outside my wheel my wheelhouse. I still need to double check that energy conversion thing with nuclear power, just to make oh. sure. Right. Speaking of our um, nuclear fire bug, you were gonna go talk to some guy about emotion magic. What's come of that? Yes. Um. I have contracted the uh, individual in question to create a, a vessel to channel uh, the emotion contentment, as uh, we, we feel this will uh, effectively counter the anger that forms the dragon. As for how we use this, I, I am nowhere near an expert. Uh, Bosco, you are the mage. Oh, wait a minute. Hmm? Oh, hold on. Okay. No, because if that... If that works exactly like we think it would, and it spits out an anti-dragon, that'll be the answer to what's our bait, right? Yeah, probably. Seems likely. That, or we just made the whole world go into a much darker place. Uh, when a dragon and an anti-dragon collide, does that uh, work like antimatter, then? Well, I certainly hope not. What happens when you're angry and you become content? Uh, I, I think they call that catharsis. Well, there you go. Nix is acting as if this explains everything. <laughs> Pop team epic voice. Ah, yes, I understand everything now. <laughs> okay, so 
At this point, it's Bosco and I want to go talk to Merlin. Where's everybody else at? Uh, I don't think I really need to come with you to talk to some old wizard. Now, if you please, he is a druid. Pardon me. I wonder if there's someone who knows about Colin. Magic gunsmithing. Yes. In my big list of names that I've gathered over the years, do I have any British cabinet members who, uh... Hmm. Boris Johnson, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of the what I want you to roll and the difficulty I want to put it in, because it's like someone important from Britain. Genuinely, this seems like luck to me. Yeah. Like, are you lucky enough to have done this over the course of your life? And recently enough that no one would be suspicious. Yeah. If not, uh, well, if we need to infiltrate, I'm sure we could figure out what... I mean, I don't fucking know what rich British people do, but they might go to pubs. I'm... Is there a luck-based... Why don't you just flip a coin? Yeah, uh, go ahead and roll a d2. Um, if you get a one, then you have someone from British Parliament. I got a one. So you do have them. Roll a black dice and a blue dice. And I want to. I just want to see something real quick. Oh. I was just seeing that if you had a um threat, the face and name would have been really way outdated. <laughs> like uh. from the 1950s or 1960s if not early if not earlier I don't know if no. Nix has been around that long but the 80s or something <laughs> either way like it, it would have been like super yeah. obvious that this person should not be important alive. enough to <laughs> yeah, alive <laughs> yeah. pretty much yeah. didn't you get your brain eaten by syphilis aren't you supposed to be <laughs> in a nursing home mm, yeah that's well <laughs> alright but no you managed to avoid that yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, there is the other question, which is somebody in this room has previously said, my dad knows Merlin. <laughs> Wait, what? My dad owns a dealership. Now, my dad met Merlin a couple times, worked with him once an acquaintance is the most I would say. I don't go around name dropping Merlin. <laughs> Are your dad and Merlin connected on LinkedIn? (laughs) Merlin's too fucking cool for LinkedIn. Okay, so it looks like we're having Nyx take the lead on this one. I think, like, the best I could do is have Steiner, like, throw a heads up, but, like, again, met him twice, worked with him once, not like friends. If only we knew that Cooper existed. (laughs) Okay, so before we got onto that tack, Chloe, you were talking about a gunsmith? Yes, a gunsmith. Hmm, who would be able to make magic guns? Hmm. Damn, if only we Hmm. knew somebody that could make magic guns. If Hmm. only. Uh. Can't think of anyone. (laughs) 
Yeah, neither can I. I know I can think of people who make magic shock pistols, but like ballistic firearms, not so much. And I can cobble together a magic bullet or two, but this revolver of mine is 100% normal steel. Aside from the handle. All right, I think I'm going to have to do some honest-to-God detective work then. Ugh. Well, Are you looking for specifically ballistic weapons, or can it be anything? It doesn't have to explode, if that's what you're asking. I need it to propel a projectile in a straight fashion without much deviation. If it has to do it by magic, that's fine. If it has to do it by gunpowder, that's fine. If it has to do it by both, that's fine. I just need it done the best way possible. I need something that won't explode with whatever force I need to propel this bullet. Well, my father can likely help you with that. If you'd like, I can put you in contact with him. Ah, shit. Yeah, that works. Alright. Yeah, uh... Steiner, was it? Yes. Correct. Alright. Hey, if you could, uh... Put us in touch, I'd appreciate it. And while we're on the subject, he does not personally know Merlin. He met him twice and worked with him once, but it is a possible lead. Now, if we strike out on the infiltration plan, maybe we can push that button. Speaking of Steiner, where are we on the nuclear device? Um, his response was no. Very well. It's probably some very diplomatic editing on Gregory's part. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. What the fuck is wrong with you? Steiner no. is literally under the government eye 24, almost 24-7. He's not going to make you a fucking nuke. <laughs> Then perhaps we'll have to get one from somewhere else. You're really set on this, aren't you? There's a gleam in Nix's eye. <laughs> Gotta nuke you... something. <laughs> You're aware that a nuclear weapon would kill you in the blast, right? Who said any of us would be anywhere near it? That's just a whole nother host of problems, isn't it? Portals? We're going to the Deadlands anyway. Yeah, but then we'll be irradiating that part of the Deadlands. We don't know how radiation disperses through that plane. Is that going to harm anyone? They were already dead. Maybe well, people who go to the Deadlands. We do not know how the radiation would affect the Deadlands creatures, and they are known to make their way to earth on occasion and those that do are very good at holding grudges for all you know it's just gonna fucking punch a hole right through the deadlands into the, the regular world <laughs> I am really you know. certain that <laughs> modern nuclear devices do not produce nearly as much fallout as the common person would believe oh well that just makes it better then doesn't it the distinct yes. possibility of an undead radioactive Godzilla is, is a very real reality. I would highly advise against using nukes willy-nilly in the Deadlands. 
I will be on board with this plan if you can prove it's necessary. How about that? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> we also do not know if the radiation will harm the dragon. The theory was posited earlier that the dragon may simply absorb the radiation and use it to heal itself. This would be an incredible disaster. Radiation is merely the byproduct of the blast. The weaponization of a nuclear device is not in its radiation, but in the uh, explosion that it creates. I had thought about this, and I came to the conclusion that, well, the hypothesis that the reports of nukes being ineffective against dragons may have something to do with this. Perhaps the physical blast does hurt them. They simply absorb the radiation and heal it at an almost simultaneous rate. This would explain the reports. See, on that note, where would these reports have come from? Fuck if I know. No dragons have ever been on Earth before. Well, no, that's not true. Not in the nuclear age, anyway. Not in the nuclear era, yes. Not in the last, like, 1500 yes. years, give or take that one, the one that had its head decapitated. Yes. And, uh, if if a nuclear device were smuggled off of Earth and into the Feywild, I'm sure I would know about it. Is that a fair assumption? No. <laughs> okay. Well, there's a lot of ways to get into the Feywilds. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be if, real. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there are three other courts that you have no access to. They are yeah, very okay. good at keeping their own secrets. It's not entirely possible, or not entirely impossible, that the Winter Court might have tried it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Winter Court Prince really wanted to see what would happen. That's like fireworks, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty fireworks. Oh, the humans invented a new bomb. Let's see if it does anything to dragons. It doesn't. Oh, well. <laughs> no harm done, except for all of those people who bravely sacrifice themselves in the name of science. Go home and be pissy about your weird son, Lycar. We've got business to do. <laughs> Have you considered it would be really really cool? <laughs> Anyways, let's just, get back to it. We could just get you some fireworks if you want to make something explode. I want to make a dragon explode. Have you considered an industrial amount of pop rocks? Uh, and uh, okay, are we are we dropping the are you dropping the nuke idea? Yes. Oh, I would fine. Think so. I, I honestly okay. don't think it's going to happen. I don't think we have a source for it, and I think like procuring it would take would be a whole adventure unto itself. Very well. Like it's an easy it's a, it's too easy a way out. Also, if like we just nuke the dragon. Like, what's to yeah. stop everyone else from nuking a dragon? Where's the artistry in a nuclear weapon, I tell you? The artistry is in <laughs> procuring the nuclear weapon. Oh, you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get back into it. Um, Camilla is going to talk to Steiner and Nick's... Bosco and Jordan are going to go try and hook up with Merlin. What's Gregory's plan? What can I get done? 
I could just go to the Winter Court and hey, be like, hey, have you guys ever nuked a dragon? If so, how did that work? <laughs> no. Hmm. I mean, you could. I'm trying to think if there's anything better that's not a stupid joke answer. I don't have a lot of contacts because I'm kind of like a baby. Theoretically, you have all the contacts that Gregory did. Fair enough. We do need to get the mana batteries if we're planning on going that route. Yeah, that's also Steiner, so like, I could just be hanging out there, I guess. I don't imagine Steiner is going to invite me to his secret lab, so... Uh... If Gregory, like, gives you that thumbs up, you technically rarely have no way of knowing how to get there other than one portal in some dude's apartment. <laughs> I guess that works. Oh, that portal point goes to an apartment building in the middle of L.A. Right, yeah, that 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 is how that works. I mean, we could take you through the, the Feywilds. You know, I, I'll just go pick the Winter Quartz memory banks and I can drop... I can drop you off on the way. Sure. Yeah. See if the Winter Court Labs have any dragon killing implements or projects I mean, that they've undertaken just sitting in archive. Let's go. Alright, so who's going first? Where are we dropping? I did say I had some stuff I wanted to do before we left. Okay. Bosco. Three things that I've thought of. First of all, I did want to just put in some basic research into, you know, energy to magic conversions and how readily the two power sources interact with one another. Even if we don't pull out a nuke, that information could still come in handy could be that regular batteries could also help power magic. So you're not trying to figure out if radiation, if a nuclear bomb would hurt a dragon, you're just trying to figure out like the conversion rates and how those interact? Yeah, essentially it's uh, it's looking at like just the baseline, could this possibly be an answer? And if so, how could it be applied? Okay. So go ahead and can I assist on this one? I know you're figuring out the role, but I figure like this is a knowledge supernatural and also a knowledge science. You need to kind of marry the two disciplines. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Someone roll one and then the other. So go ahead and roll knowledge magic at a difficulty four because this is weird stuff that you're trying to put a handle on and then Jordan you go ahead and roll knowledge science at the same difficulty alright that's Ooh. a roll okay it hmm. is a roll I got one success and one advantage I got two successes two threats and a triumph okay so trying to figure out like the conversion rates correct how well does like electrical energy convert to magic? How well does nuclear okay. energy convert to magic? And also the other way. Yeah. Are okay. these things that can be interchanged 
And if so, how efficient are they? I'm trying to think of a like if the answer is yes or no based on Gregory's existence, essentially. So I can tell you that um, there is a history of turning magic into electricity, but there was a device in the middle. Okay. It wasn't a straight conversion. Okay. So with those threats, I'm going to say that you don't know about the converter in the middle. Is that fair? I'm going to use both the threats to take that bit of information away from you. In character. Or how about how about we would know that we would need a converter, but we don't have the first fucking idea of how it looks. That's fair. There we go. And then what do you want to spend your triumph on? Like, I'll give you the option. Not undoing that thing we just established, but like anything else, essentially. Well, I was kind of acting as Bosco's second here, so if Bobbin wants to come up with its use. I've got something. Oh, okay. The thought just occurred to me. Oh, so that's what the Baghdad battery is supposed to be. I was thinking the exact same fucking thing, but I wasn't going to say it. (laughs) I'm sorry, the what? Baghdad battery. It's, uh, well, it's a clay pot and an iron rod and a copper tube that were found together. And people thought maybe they were figuring out electricity, uh, around 2,000 years ago. Problem is, nobody knew quite what the hell they were really doing with those things. Uh, Technically, you could electroplate something using that combination of stuff, but nobody found anything that was electroplated. So maybe it was a conversion. Maybe they were figuring out electricity by pumping magic into it. (laughs) All right super out of my wheelhouse, but I'll fucking take your word for it. If you think you can complete the work, I'll help you out where I can. It's a pretty ancient construction. Assuming I figure out the base principles, I could probably improve on the work. I do know a few things about electricity. Used to be all the rage back in the day. For instance, it it will kill you and it will hurt the whole time. It's it's still very much all the rage. Oh, no, no. You, you had to have been there at the time. It's, I mean, there's no one that it's around, and then there's no one what it does and why. <laughs> there's no one that it's around, and then there's electric theme parks. <laughs> and then there's killing elephants for fun. <laughs> I, was just about to, I was just about to say, Jesus. then there's killing elephants to discredit your uh, your business rival for fun and profit. Right. Also barbecue. Like, they never say what they did with the ele- electrocuted elephants, but 100%, they, they fucking ate them. <laughs> I would've. It'd be a waste Christ. not to. Anyway, two other things I wanted to do, and both of them are alchemy. Okay. Alchemy. So, what, what are you doing with, with your alchemy? First of all, I want to create a salt that can be poured out 
and which clumps after it is poured and not before. The first squid. So, you know, just combining it with maybe some sort of desiccant so that, you know, it absorbs water and clumps up. Okay. I'll say that's fairly simple. Like, it's not going to be easy to do, but it's also not going to be, like, super impossible. Uh, so we'll say difficulty what, three. Yeah. I believe that you're perfectly describing two, actually. Uh, okay, yeah. So um, we'll say difficulty two, but I'm spending a story point to bump that one of those up to a challenge. I mean, want to waste your one story point, you go ahead and do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to waste it. Go for it. All right, yeah, wasted. Three successes yeah. and an advantage. <laughs> Why don't you just use that stuff they make the lines um, um, uh, out of in baseball games? Like that chocolate. It's made out of moon dump. sand, actually. <laughs> I think it's kind of like a, a powder paint. So how does alchemy work exactly? Like, it's just, do you get extra uses for extra successes? Well, um... I think you combine, like, a cheese wheel and a wedge of cheese, and that makes a healing potion. Right, yes, of course. No, it's a potion of resist fire. Right. How could I forget? Uh, oh, no, no, it is. You just go around, you start eating bees, and still you, like, figure out what the, what you could use those for. I mean, if, <laughs> if you want to turn cheese into fire, you've got to feed it to your mouse first. I get it. <laughs> that makes one of us. Yeah. Dragon Quest jokes. I know know that you give a mouse a cookie. That's just a bad idea. That's that's my mouse food knowledge. But yeah, so the the point here is just to to create something that I can hand out to everyone so that they can, just during the middle of the battle, start pouring it on the ground in order to create eventually a complete circle. Maybe not a perfect circle, but a line that meets itself. Okay, so I'll say you get enough for with three successes. So here, here's the trick, Colin, is that yeah. given my factor of safety, mm-hmm. we need like four miles of this stuff. Yeah, that's not going to create four miles is the thing. Well, at least I'm getting a head start. <laughs> okay. I was. I would definitely say that's not going to need four. You're not going to get four miles out of that. But uh, what's the second thing you want to create? More poultices. Poultices. Okay. Which, just to remind everyone, is my unique version of the painkiller. Yep. Go ahead. Difficulty two. That's not hard. All right. One success. Two advantages. You can create one. I'm trying to think of how to incorporate the advantages into that. I teach someone else the recipe? Yeah, sure. Why not? Alchemy is intelligence-based. Goes for the record, so... I know shit about dick. <laughs> Don't try to teach me anything, old man. So, who's going first? I figure me and Bobbin just did something, so let's get the team that's not me and Bobbin. Mm-hmm. Alright. 
The lion and the tin man are going to the fairy realm. I'm the lion, because I have a gun. <laughs> Did the lion have a gun? Well, because you don't need courage when you have a gun. That makes sense, <laughs> I guess. Mm. Every gun owner and a gun owning Republican I know is a big fucking coward, scared of everything. So, yeah, that tracks. I think that was a Futurama. Yeah, that was a Futurama reference. Uh, so, how are we getting to this magical realm of fairies and whatnot? Anything I need to know? Do I need to, I need to not eat the food? Something like that? Well, I don't eat the food for what I hope are obvious reasons. But um, by all accounts, they will uh, offer you allergies. food and it is perfectly fine to eat it. Uh, I would pack a coat as well. It can't be that cold. The Winter Court does not get, a, get its name for nothing. It is quite chilly. You will most likely regret not bringing something. <sighs> what are you, my mother? Alright. I'll pack a coat. Let's get going. There's a slight bit of protocol. You will greet the gatekeeper and, well, as you are going to my father's lab, it'll be a simple matter of entering the doorway that already exists. He has already given you approval to meet him there, so it should not be an issue. I will be performing my own task while there. But simply send me a text or any other method of communication when you're done, and I will come and retrieve you. As for getting there, it's a simple matter of drawing the appropriate rooms and activating them. Do, do you know how to do that? I do. Alright then. I mean, you you guys could just use the door if you're leaving from here. I know, but it's really funny. It's much funnier to imagine drawing a fucking chalk circle on the floor or whatever, or on the wall of your shop. <laughs> I did straight up forget about the, about the door. I didn't. That's why I asked you how we were getting there. I do have to wash that off, you know. <sighs> so anyway, we get, we get to the winter court somehow. You get to bring back the best character. <laughs> oh, oh my god, I totally forgot about that stupid <laughs> fucking joke. <laughs> oh. I've been waiting, I've been vibrating. I've been sitting here vibrating. So, when oh. you arrive, you are in what appears to be a small greeting area. There's like a couple pillars around you. Uh, it is real cold. There's snow on the ground and in the trees around you. And standing there is a drider woman, top half of a uh, dark elf, bottom half of a spider. And she says, uh, greetings. My name is Janaya Nakrata. Uh, <laughs> to what do we owe the pleasure? Gregory Steiner. I have come to spend some time in the labs. Ah, very well. And your guest here the same? Ah, no, afraid not. I'm not the uh, thinking type. I'm. I was told I need to go through a portal of some sort to meet Mr. Steiner, Doctor Steiner. My mistake. And she looks at Gregory. She has an invitation. Very well. Right this way. And uh, she turns around and she starts leading you towards the main part of the city and I don't think I've ever accurately described the winter court before it looks like it's made out of snow and ice it I a lot of the honestly have just always pictured like 
the city from a Muppet Christmas Carol. I always figured there are a lot of tents. <laughs> um, there are like a fair amount of tents and uh, and stuff, but like the the fancier buildings, like the palace and like some of the um more important areas, like the um governmental areas or like you know important military installations, they look like they're made out of like ice or some sort of glass that like sparkles in the sunlight, and um again snow everywhere uh it's probably actually doing a light flurry right now like a pleasant one where it's like oh hey it's snowing and not like you know blistering cold it's getting in your face and like biting at your skin you are glad though that you are wearing the coat because it don't tell me what i'm thinking <laughs> okay fine you hate that you're wearing the coat it's too hot i wish it was colder <laughs> Anyway, you are both led to the labs, and Janai just motions for Gregory to like go do as he wishes. They all trust Gregory implicitly. He's thank you, Janai. You're quite welcome. Um, and then Janai leads Camilla to the uh, portal, and someone who knows better than her uh, activates it and you are allowed to step through to Steiner's lab. So who are we following? Uh, are we following- Flip a coin. Okay. Call it one or two. One. Uh, two. Two, we're gonna go with Gregory. Okay, cool. All right. My thing should be pretty, sh fairly short anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you run into um, Sagi and um, Mihebi as they are uh, dis discussing current things and they look up and they sort of tilt their heads and then um, Mihebi goes Gregory? Correct. Ah, I see that Steiner finally built you a chassis. Oh, to be perfectly accurate, I am a copy of Gregory. We will merge into one being again after this is done. At the moment, though, I am on a fact-finding mission. The recent incursion of a dragon into Earth space, the possibility of a second incursion is a very real threat. Thus, we are researching ways to combat them in case it ever happens again. Okay, so you want to take a quick look through our information? Um, we, I don't think there's been a dragon in the Winter Court area for a couple of millennia, but we can give you what we have, sure. That would be greatly appreciated. They nod and um, Kiyosagi will lead you to an area where, like, it seems like mostly just paper research, um, like no nothing that they're currently working on, and it does not make sense. The organization in here just absolutely seems like someone has an organized mess and they know where it in their head where it is but if you were like to ask like what the thought process is you would probably get a big shrug so basically any kind of programming job yeah pretty much wow this would be a real conundrum if i wasn't a living computer <laughs> she like slides around a uh, a ladder every once in a while and like is looking through stuff and just like shaking your head and just like scooting over, going down a couple rungs, uh, 
pulling out some paper, scooting over some more, going up like higher on the ladder, pulling out some more, putting some stuff back that just like obviously isn't going to help you. And eventually uh, she comes down and she hands you what she can remember that they have. Let me see if there's I think there is a. What are you looking for, Colin? Use your words. I was going to have um, Gregory roll to see what kind of information he could find in there by, like, searching them. And I was pretty sure that's perception. Because crime scene for clues is right there in the your character should use the skill if examples. Sounds fair. And I just put a point into that with my experience from last time. Cool. It's fairly old and so the words are a little like the wording is a little archaic even for the fake courts uh so but also but he's ha- got two scientists who really like his dad there to True. explain anything so what i will say is um it's going to be difficulty three but give yourself blue dice as well for the help um okay. so three p one b Okay, and we have six story points that refresh every yes. session, right? Okay, does anyone mind if I use one then? Nah, use it. Knock yourself out. Okay, therefore. Go ahead. A story point, and then I hit upgrade once here. Yep. All right, I'm going to press the button, and I hope I've done this right. You did you do have. it right. Huh. Okay, so three successes. three successes and three threat. Three threats. So, I get a really so, bad paper cut, which is fucked up because I made a metal. <laughs> God damn! What do they make the paper out of around here? So, I know you will find the information. I want to say with the three threats that it's written in some sort of like archaic way that none of you can really understand like you know you've got something but you can't understand what old elvish so you yeah so you need to find someone who can translate that for you all right i'm just gonna like take some pictures with my robot eyes oh man you know what it is you know what it fucking is this is gonna make sense to three other people in this room oh it's gonna be fucking written in true speech isn't it no, it's not true speech. These are notes that Hedro picked up from Adel hmm. just out of curiosity once, so it's written in, like, ancient High Elven. Now, there That's are a couple be... people in the Winter Court that could speak ancient High Elven. The question is, do you think you have enough pull with the royals in order to do that? Probably not. Hmm. Does it need to be re- limited to the Winter Court? doesn't need to be limited to the Winter Court, but the Winter Court is the court that Steiner has the best relations with. Oh, well. So if he... It's also the folks from the Winter Court are not going to want their proprietary information spread mm. around to the other courts. That's even correct. Even ones they are ostensibly friends I just, with. I just have a sort of a direct line is all. So probably can't get to anyone who could translate these. We'd have to work at them ourselves, I guess. If we do, this is probably really good information, but right now it's useless for us. 
Correct. I accept this uh, outcome. Okay. So now that you have that uh, information, what do you do? I mean, I'm just kind of hanging her out until uh, Camilla is done. Okay, cool. However so we'll go to Camilla. Camilla, well, real quick, you we go. Real quick, I want to say something. Oh, by the way, I just want to say it is nice to meet you in person in this timeline. Mm. <laughs> they just sort of look at you and they go, Okay, we'll have to unpack that a little bit, but it's nice to meet you as well. All right, now we'll go to um, normal things. So, Camilla, to say. you step through the portal. <laughs> Ape, go ahead and describe the lab for the people who have not been here for Edwin's lab before. So, in addition to the, like, first of all, it's cluttered down here. There's lots of half-baked projects just kind of lying around that are in various states of done. That's the first thing that strikes you. Second, it's kind of cold and there's no windows so that you get, the, get the impression that you are underground, but you don't know how far underground. There's also a lot of activity just from various little robots shuffling around. It's very clean, despite being cluttered. Like, there's stuff all around, but it's not dusty. There's not trash everywhere. It's kind of an organized chaos, basically. I love organized chaos. It's a little bit cramped because space is a limited option with it being underground. But there are areas that are more spacious. And it's kind of like a central... There's a central pathway that branches into various rooms. There's also a prevailing scent of just kind of like oil and metal, just, and also briefly hot dogs. <laughs> the whole lab smells like hot dogs. <sighs> and that's the first impression you get upon walking in here. Dust, hot dogs, cold. Got it. No, no dust. It's very clean. Cold, hot dogs, underground, cramped. Edwin, our guest has arrived. Ah, thank you. Wonderful. There you are. Sorry for not greeting you. I got caught up in a little bit of work. It's good to see you again. Uh, I understand you are here for a weapon. Do you have specific parameters, or is this just going to be kind of freeform? Uh, mm, I'm afraid I'm not uh, a creative type, so this is going to be a bit of a freeform project. I've, I've recently come into possession of a dragon tooth. Interesting. I would assume it came from the one that entered our world. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't think the person I got it from would uh, appreciate me divulging it. But you can probably figure it out if you really put your mind to it. Uh, but. I've got a tooth, and, well, you know that saying about hammers and nails? Well, I'm good with guns. I figure if you make a bullet out of a dragon's tooth and you fire it fast enough, it'll pierce its skin. And I figure you probably need a something special to do something like that. Something that won't, what won't explode when you pull the trigger. I'm kind of fond of my arms. 
Fair enough. <laughs> that's that's probably a very rude thing to say to a man with a robot arm. But I probably don't know you with a robot arm. Okay. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Well, he's not wearing... Usually, like, he's wearing gloves in public. I don't think he's wearing the gloves now, but he's still wearing a long sleeve shirt. But, uh, well, the logic tracks. You're going to kill a dragon, use something that would kill another dragon, and that's another dragon, so... See, somebody gets it. I figure you can do a lot of damage if you can get something under something else's skin. Especially if something big like that. You can be creative. So I figure, I figured, uh, or rather, I was told that you might be the one to help me with this. I have been known to make a little bit of weaponry here and there. I don't suppose you have the tooth with you. Uh, hey, Colin, do I have to spend a story point to say that I just like, could I just no. like have snapped a chunk off of it or something? No, you can snap a chunk off. Well. I mean, like it took me an hour and a pair of pliers and like <laughs> I had to like get a jack. I had to get like a car jack in there and like put it in that gap and just start cranking at it. But it snapped off. OK. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got this right here. Uh, it's pretty heavy. So uh, let me take a look just, at that. I don't know. I hand it to you. I don't set it on a table. All right, so immediate questions. Uh, I'm assuming this is very dense. Yes. Very hard. Yes. Uh, Tell us the facts about Tooth. I have a specific question. Hmm. Is this Ferris at all? I'm going to... That'd be really cool, actually. That'd be buck-fucking-wild to have magnetic teeth. Can I spend a story point to say it's it has metal in it? Yes, if you want to spend a story point, you can say that it has metal in it. And let me guess, you're going to steal that story point right back. <laughs> Look, I know where Ape is going with this, so I want it, I want it to happen. <laughs> so, yes, you can spend a story point and then you can steal it right back with your ability if you want. Like, there you go. There you go. That's that's my that's my ability for use for this. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a stupid ability to give somebody. It really is. I do love it though. Um, yeah. Yes, it is. It, it is metal. It is Ferris. All right, this is interesting. I'm not sure if it's iron. I'd have to analyze it farther. But there's enough metal in this tooth for it to be magnetic, and that gives me an idea. I I think I watched enough movies to know where you're going with this. Right. But please. Go on, Doctor. Uh, you said you use armaments fairly often. Um, what sort of weight are you used to? I... I definitely just have my gun on me, by the way. I just fucking pull out my revolver. I pop out the cylinder, whatever you want to call it. It's empty. I set it on the table. Something like... Uh, I could do heavier than that. Like, this is a fairly lightweight weapon. This is um, it's a professional shooting gun, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure the exact term of it, but I've seen something like this used in the Olympics. Is that right? If you did, it would have been that one, yes. Hmm. All right. Uh, 
They let you just That's keep those? <laughs> well, you can get them. You can just like, I, I mean, they, you can I buy them, dude. I know, I'm just no, making it, a joke. No, it was me making a joke about it literally being the one that was in the Olympics. Yeah, yes. that's, that's, that's why I was... Alright, let's see. Wait, wait. Power is going to be an issue, but we can just use battery packs for that. It gets small enough, but... How much time do you have? Not really on a time limit, so... But, uh, I'd like it done before... I'd like it done before the rest of my team gets theirs... theirs together, and I still need to... I need to figure out what I'm gonna do with these bullets, because... Uh, I'm not sure what... I'm... going to be doing payload-wise. Right. I'll have to machine them in order the teeth down in order to be about the size. Mm. But have a seat. I'm going to drop some initial plans and let you have a look at them and see what changes you would make. Alright. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sturdy and I know how to shoot. So just, uh, as long as it doesn't blow my arm off when I'm trying to fire it with a kick. That shouldn't be an issue, I think. Do do railguns have have kick? I'm not sure. Uh, I think if Metal Gear Solid 2 is to believe, be believed, no. I don't think. Um, uh, Bastion I don't think of Fortune... realism, Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> I, know. I know, but like, I I want to. I don't think they do. I mean, I think they have to have some since it's a you know. It would probably be less than an yeah. than like an actual firearm. Yes. Yeah, probably. Uh, I believe the fact that the projectile is not physically connected to the projector means that the air in the tube takes the opposite force rather than the physical material. Recoil in electromagnetic railguns. Recoil forces in EM railguns appear whenever the breach of the railgun is closed electromagnetically. This means recoil forces may appear on power supply leads, switches, or power supply components themselves. So, all the recoil is going to be on the electronics rather than the frame of the gun. Alright, um... So, if we use... Use mana batteries as a, as a pack, it's like... You need a fair amount of charge in order to accelerate something that fast, that quickly. So I think realistically, maybe get like one or two shots out of a pack. I don't think mad science batteries would cut it. So but it's fairly lightweight if we're... This is going to be way more magic than science, but I think we can get this down to something. It's definitely not going to be handheld, but it shouldn't be super heavy. So we won't be using gunnery, but we will be using ranged weapons heavy. I don't think we even have to do heavy. Uh, yeah, I, I need to be able to fire it with range light, is the thing. Okay. I am a handgun okay. shootsman. I I forget if SMGs count as... I think once you start approaching rifle territory, that's when they start uh, becoming heavy. I'll look it up. You guys keep doing stuff. 
I mean, they put some fucking big honking barrels on uh, revolvers sometimes. Okay. It's not going to be one-handed. It shouldn't be that heavy. The big issue is going to be reinforcing the barrel so that it doesn't fucking explode, because that's going to be a lot of force putting being put on it. We're just using runes. It's going to be a matter of properly making the rune to convert electricity to magnetism. Submachine guns are ranged light. Yes. You're going to need heat sinks. Most likely, yeah, you're going to be running a be lot of issue. charge through it in order to get it handheld. Time for some nerd shit to happen. I think if we don't use metal, because if we don't use do some kind of ceramic you have gun. basically unlimited money right uh yeah okay so materials aren't an object so i mean you were you were you were at the uh the meeting so so we can use some weird magic science super materials to basically mean it's going to be kind of self is going to be lightweight runes i mean if power draw is an issue i'm not I'm not the scientist here, but maybe another perspective might work, but couldn't you, I don't know, make the power draw happen from a backpack battery rather than trying to build it into whatever? Hmm. Not a bad idea. Probably help with the weight, after all. Why don't you have one of the fucking sultans who has nothing to do now that we've got the portal figured out from the other end? Peace. <laughs> Let's charge source. Well, I think we're trying to not let the sultans know that we're fighting a dragon in there. No, we are. Lands. They know. Oh, okay. I must have missed they have, that. They have explicitly offered. Well, to, oh, yeah, that's right. Explicitly offered to help in some way. Okay. So that's not. Cleopatra and who? Pope. Okay. Cleopatra. That's the ship name, name, folks at home. No, I was gonna say, I don't, I don't care for that ship name. <laughs> it doesn't flow well. Okay. It's gonna look a lot like a recoilless rifle. Uh, using composite materials rather than metal to keep it lightweight. I would not, Steiner would not know about the Sultans being a, a, available as a power source, so we're going to go with the backpack battery pack because they have to solve cooling problem as well in one go. We just took up the power we also have uh, coolant going through it. The actual gun itself will be fairly lightweight. And we're going to need mach to machine the teeth down in order to function as slugs. So, question. Okay. Does at any point Steiner start experimenting on the little chunk that was brought Oh, that shit uh, went to a, like, analysis nope, is immediately. Like, that. some of that got ground off and just going through, like, a fucking centrifuge or something to pull apart. You know, to just, like, separate whatever material components it's are. The metal, I'll give you this for free because Signer has basically all the dice in the world. Um, <laughs> the metal that is in the tooth that is making it magnetic is not on the periodic table. Cool, 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 cool. Here's my follow-up question. Does at any point Steiner try to run magic through the tooth chunk? Oh boy. 
I mean, I'd say what I have to if I'm trying to use magic as a convert uh, electricity into mag magnetism, I would have to subject this thing to some magical testing at some point. Okay, so how much do you put in to test it out? Uh, all of it, because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> we never no. exactly came up with uh, units for magic. <laughs> um, and nope. they were never heard from again. <laughs> Time to go get Nalcovia. Now, Steiner's fairly knowledgeable about how shit can get weird real quick with magic, so this is like a shielded test and smallest amount of possible magic at first, and then we ramp up from there. Okay, the magic that you put into it, you get readings that the amount that you put into it increases exponentially. And a quick call to Grant later can confirm this is 100% Mithril. Dragons have Mithril in their bones. Dragons are going to solve the energy crisis. We're going to hunt them down. <laughs> mithril is magnetic. <laughs> Dragons refute the second law of thermodynamics. <laughs> I mean, that would explain why the fucking... Feywilds are like, what, an infinite plane of magic? Pretty much. Anyway, yeah, there we go. Uh, once once we had decided that dragons had metal in their bones, I was I immediately went, oh, it's Mithril. It's 100% Mithril. You know a tooth isn't a bone, right? Okay. It could be Shut for a dragon. Up. I think there's actually a bone core and then some enamel over top. Also, dragons aren't real. <laughs> yeah, but teeth are. You continue, I'm going to make your teeth not real in a second. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, continue. You, you now know that uh, dragon bones are made out of mithril. Or at least contain mithril. Not made out of, but contain. Brad. Brad. That's interesting. If we can... Well, I wouldn't say they're a viable source of mithril, but they are... If we can... Well, I don't think we're going to be harvesting dragons anytime soon, but if we ever manage to figure that one out, um, dragon bones are going to be even more valuable than they currently are, which is, uh, I believe the current market price is, uh, priceless. <laughs> Unlimited money. I'm gonna make sure not to pass that on to the person I got that tooth off of then. Would be a good idea. So, right. uh, I, I, I was a kid once, I've read Lord of the Rings, so Mithril is magic or something, right? Mithril is very magic, yes. For example, when I put a small amount of magic into this, it increases about tenfold. So dragons are walking physics violations, basically. That seems like a big deal. It is. Unfortunately, Mithril is very, very hard to get from because, uh, well, right now, the only known source is, uh, dragons. <sighs> All right. Uh, it actually might explain why it's so rare. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with that information. Now I'm wondering if all known Mithril deposits were just dragon graveyards. You were there when Adol ate the bug and pulled out Mithril from its butt. Oh, yeah, that's right. Shit. <laughs> and pull it out I of its butt. About it was like, it was basically yeah, just mithril. wrapped around mithril. Besides, I know, like the, my way of saying it was funnier. 
mithril is like stupid hard to get. It is stupid hard to and, get, yes. Yeah, now I'm just like head cannoning that, uh, head cannoning, uh, that all previously found mithril deposits were just where a dragon had died. Um, there was, uh, I think on Earth, three people have some mithril, and, uh, those three people are the same people who went back in time to get it. Well, not specifically for that reason, hmm. but. Well, I mean, Grant doesn't have his anymore. Yes, he does. Uh, because of the shield thing, remember? When he put it in Amelia's shield and it came back out in, like, I guess, like, chunks or whatever. And then Amelia's was turned into a bunch of bracelets, so I guess Steiner has his and Grant has some chunks of mithril. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's anyway. that. Enough, enough self-referential shit. Yes. Okay, so... Ah, uh, I... Also, the bugs are extinct, so they're not a source of mithril anymore. Fuck you, Colin. <laughs> I've fucking bumblefucked my way into having a large amount of priceless material. Probably do something with that. This is also quite useful. We can means we can decrease the power requirements if this just amplifies. Wonder if I can use it. To, the slug is a small circuit before firing. Hmm. I have to revise my plans a little. Listen, you, you, you uh, all right. Here's my number. Just fucking pull a receipt out of my pocket and plop it down on there and just write my number down. Here's my number. Uh, in case you don't want to play secretary with your robot son. I fair out of my depth right now. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go. If you need more of the tooth, you let me know. And, uh, and I will eventually need it in order to machine it down into uh, bullets. Yeah. Uh, I'll get back to you once I figure out what I want to do with the payload of the bullet. I'm now entirely focused on this, so I should have a working prototype within at least a day. Possibly a day and a half. We'll see what happens. Uh, that's terrifying. Uh, <laughs> good luck with that, mad scientist man. I, I'm going to get out of here. Good luck with killing a dragon. Uh, it's, it's sounding more and more possible every day. Good to hear. Technically, Sinert's working on that too, technically. Uh... Alright, uh, I think that portal was right here? Oh, I just pressed left, this button. To your left. There, that's the one. There you go. Alright, uh, this one. Alright. Uh, goodbye. So long. Let's be the same. Oh, how do you just pop out into a field of snow? <laughs> yes. Alright. Uh, so. I've never met a mad scientist before. I mean, he made a walking talking robot man but fuck's sake <laughs> alright so uh, for the combined efforts of actually I think this is only going to be worth one from either of the lists because you still haven't actually translated the stuff from the uh, from the labs yet so uh, which one from the list do you want? You can't choose t to upgrade an ability dice anymore. You've, you're out of those, but uh, you have a couple other options here. Hmm. How about more green die? Okay. 
I'll give you another green die. Cool. We get to roll one more die because I have a cool gun. All right. So then, Merlin team. Merlin team. You're up. What do you do? Uh, we probably fly to London. Yes? Sounds like a sensible step one. All right. You, um, you fly to London. Boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> you shouldn't have flapped so hard. You should just be like an albatross and uh, have an incredible wingspan that you can just lock your wings with and just glide forever. It should just be like an albatross and hang around some poor fucker's neck for all eternity. <laughs> so, real quick, uh, before you actually land in London, as you're flying on the plane, Jordan. Yes. Someone sits next to you, and they weren't on the plane before, and they just plop down next to you. They're wearing mostly dark red and blacks. They have dark, 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 slicked back hair, um, red eyes, and like claws coming out of their hands, and when they smile you see very pointed Yeah, yeah, canines. we've all met a debt collector. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Shadow of the Hedgehog. I thought the airplane <laughs> thing was a Tommy knocker. Uh, now my uh, my preferred uh, Stephen King airplane reference is the Langoliers. I like the Langoliers. That's right. No, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, Nelik the Vampire sits next to you, and he just sort of smiles wide because right now the the plane is uh, traveling at night, and they say, "Well, hello, Jordan." DM, do I know this person? Uh, that's up to you. I no, that's up to you. Have they approached me? Previous to now? They would not have approached you so casually if they had not before, so we will say yes, you have met them before. Okay, so I know what they're all about. Yeah. Okay. So they say hello to me. It's like a beat. Yeah. A beat. I rotate my head away and up a little bit. <laughs> hey, Bosco Crane, can I get a little bit of backup here? Like, just on the middle of this full plane in the middle of flight. Yeah, is this a public... We didn't get a Learjet, right? Like, they got a Learjet to India. Yeah, that thing would still be hanging around. True. I mean, yeah, okay, you can have the private jet. They go, now, 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 don't worry, don't worry. I'm not here to cause any sort of trouble. You don't need... I literally don't care. It's Bosco and or Crane, I would appreciate a second body here. Yes, this is a private plane. I'm afraid that you cannot be here. Bosco is currently asleep. He's got one of those donut neck pillows. And <laughs> <laughs> he's propped up against the back of the seat drooling a little bit. You're, you're going to have to shout a little louder to get him to wake up. 
Does he have an eye mask? I hope he has an eye mask. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Thank you. Now, you know, as well as I do, that specifics trump generalizations. And while generally I'm not supposed to be here, specifically, I am talking to one of my clients. Therefore, I am allowed to be here as per our laws. Mm. Crane, you absolutely have my permission to mark them if they try anything. Well, what can I do legally, um, Colin? I mean, they're not here to start a fight at the moment. So right now, if they just want to talk, they're they're free to talk. Whether you want to start a fight or not over them wanting to talk is up to you. Well, I mean, I don't really. Colin, we don't know they're here to talk. Like, you keep telling we, us these things, but we are not psychics. They they literally just said they want to talk. Okay. People, People can, can lie. lie. <laughs> if you want to have a second here to observe your safety, that's fine. I assure you, it is completely unnecessary, though. Do I know this person? Probably not. Streetwise? No, you, you can probably roll streetwise if you want to see if you know them. Sure. Probably a high difficulty because like not all yeah, things know be each like, other. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like four difficulty four. Whoa. Well. Three successes, two threats. Three successes, two threats. You know them by reputation rather okay. than knowing them directly. You've never met them before. Who are they? A fairly middling power level vampire uh, from the summer court. Mm-hmm. And they mostly deal with like doing deals with mortals at the moment. Ah. So they're scum. Yes, they're scum. Okay. But Crane, just <laughs> if they if I get attacked, do something. If they if you try and fucking mind blank me or whatever the hell it is you do. Apologies, uh, my good being. I don't believe we've met. May I have your name? No, you may not. <laughs> you may have heard of me, but I've also heard of you. Well, I did just, well, lie and say that I didn't know them. In that case, uh, hold on one second. We'll do a deception roll. I did not stat this being out, so uh, I'll just come up with a difficulty off the top of my head. It's deception versus vigilance. Okay. My deception, right? Yeah, your deception versus their vigilance. We'll say difficulty... We'll just go with three purple. They won't have any ranks in, uh, in vigilance, but they're Okay. All successes. Uh, yeah, I'm very good at deception. Yeah. They will say, for what purpose? So that I know who I may have to throw out of this plane. If you are going to throw me out of the plane so readily, then what does my name matter then? Professional courtesy. You are a professional of throwing people out of planes, I see. I'm a professional at many things. 
and what things would those include? The least intimidating conversation. <laughs> Folks, I would love it if whatever masturbatory session here would come to a close, so just fucking introduce yourself. Crane. You may call me Killin. Which is now it's backwards. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Damn vampires and their reverse name tricks. <laughs> and then they turn pointedly ignoring Crane uh, at this point to Jordan. So, Jordan. What do you want? I've noticed you've been moving around quite a bit. Why? What What are you trying to do? What's got you going from whatever awful spit of land you call New Jersey all the way across the ocean? Can I ask what fucking business it is of yours? Well, you are in debt to me. So, it is entirely my business to understand exactly what it is you're trying to accomplish. I can't just be going to Europe for its own sake. Do I need to send you a postcard anytime I go anywhere? No, but your movements have been quite erratic lately, and that has piqued my curiosity. And if you don't wish for me to immediately call in my debt, which, need I remind you, is quite considerate on its own, then I would like to know. And if that isn't incentive enough, I could always slip to a couple of your other debtors that you that you're being rather squirrely about this and that maybe they should call in their debts as well. Colin, I'm going to force you to do something difficult here. Okay. Going to for- force you to figure out the the actual terms of Jordan's debt to <laughs> Nelik. Okay. Basically, your father promised 20 waking years of his life to Nelik. And that's waking years. Sleeping doesn't count. Yeah. As servitude. And when your father died, that contract passed on to you because Nelik had not been able to collect yet. Right. Hmm. <laughs> okay, okay. I've taken a bit of outside work, getting some extra funds together. I'm not sure how much I'm able to discuss the particulars. If you need particulars, I would have to defer you to my contractor. Can I have this co- Mm, no, asking it that way is rather rude, I think. And then just they just sort of like very quickly dart their eyes towards Crane, but continue mostly ignoring them. What is the name of this contractor, if I may be so bold as to ask? You know what, how's about you come back and ask me again in like a day or two? Because, you know... 
I need to make sure that it's fine for me to give that information out. I'm sure if I was working for you, you wouldn't like it if I was handing out your name to everybody else every time I was getting something done. So, I don't know if this is charm or negotiation. Get as much of what they want. This sounds more like negotiation versus negotiation. So, uh, what's negotiation based off of? Presence. Presence. They would have a pretty good presence. They would also have a pretty good negotiation skill. Two red, two purple. Hmm. Hey, can... Can Crane say something to back me up? Yeah. If this is a moment of courtly intrigue, perhaps I could play the mediator. I am something of an expert on the subject. That's enough for, uh help action yeah so um what's the what's the number that is being boosted up by what's what's so what is your presence yeah crane what's your presence characteristic it's three so i will take your skilled assistance and bump my presence up to three and then yeah uh i'm gonna spend a story point and activate brilliant to give myself four ranks of Negotiation. Alright. Huh. Okay. A failure, three advantages, and a triumph. Okay. So he's absolutely going to want the name of your employer. Um, but you you said give a day. A day or two. With the failure, they're going to want the name sooner than that. Basically, they say, uh... A day or two. Unacceptable, really? I'm going to need their name in three hours. And from there, you can bullshit negotiate your way to, like, probably with three advantages, 12 to 18 hours, we'll say. How do you want to spend that triumph? Um. Okay, here's what's... I... Hmm. There is a list for social encounters. Okay. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be successfully conceal your true goal in the encounter. Okay. Just pulling that right off the list. He, He is not going to get one whiff of impression that I am doing anything that's going to duck my debts to him. Okay. Yeah, so it's going to take a couple of hours for us to land, and then I'll need to account for time zone differences. You know, my employer is stateside. I'll give you that much for free. But, you know, once once I'm sure they're awake, I'll give them a call. And then... I don't know. You can come find me the same way you found me just now. And we'll proceed from there. Very well, that sounds perfectly amicable to me. I believe the traditional human way to seal a deal is a handshake. I'm not going to touch you. That's fair. Well then, I must be off. Jordan? They bowed to you. They turned to Crane. Crane? And then they look and they go, Oh, there's that third person. They are a heavy sleeper, aren't they? 
they get up and then they start walking towards like the back of the plane and unless you follow them explicitly the next time you check back there they're gone if you do follow them back there they basically just draw a um, portal to the summer court and step through it is the bloodsucker gone yes now uh, Jordan was up front about the debt right no I don't think I Rolkar mentioned me having debts when I asked why am I here in our initial meeting okay but I haven't talked about it at all otherwise Archer you should have told us that you were in debt to the summer court I'm in debt to a lot of people and entirely not by my own doing Yes, and this is understandable, but it is still something that would it, it would have been better for us to know. Well, sure. The next time we all get together, I'll let everybody know what I'm playing with. I guess that's why you're so motivated to join up with us. Hi. Oh nice to fucking have you. Yep. I woke up when you called for me. I just figured for a guy like that to have... To have him paying zero attention to someone can be an asset, depending on how things go. Sure, man. Sure. Gravity is, yeah. But yes, Gravity don't care. that's why I'm here. I have had debts to several fairies just dropped into my lap. If you don't want to talk to this guy any further, I could arrange for a... Uh, well, let's call it a, um, what was the term they use? An accident? Uh, no, no, the, uh, the, the court order thing. Restraining order? Right. Something like that. Uh, something to actively keep a certain person a certain distance away from you, or else they run into something they physically can't cross. I feel like if we tried that... They just activate the debt. It's all magically binding, so they don't have to be, like, physically present. It seems uh, as if they were merely a representative anyways. No, he, they're, they're, they're the personal debt holder. I see. But you got a lot of them. Yeah, like, six? Colin, is it six? It's between six and ten, I think we established. It's like six, eight... Honestly, I read the note like three times and then I put it away because it's really upsetting and I don't want to think about it. I guess the only thing keeping you going right now is the fact that, uh, well, they're probably all working across purposes. You've been overpromised thanks to, well, however this ended up happening to you. Yeah, they're, well, okay, however it happened to me is... Uh, I am the sole surviving member of my family. Ooh. Sorry to hear that. <sighs> I like having a ton of funerals back to back to back. But, um... Yeah. I, I, I am... I don't have it memorized, but I am aware enough to know that... Uh, the debts are conflicting enough that if one of them turns it on, a bunch of 
the rest of them are gonna try and turn them on because I am a human and can only be in one place at a time and I have a normal human lifespan and only two hands. So there's... It's, it's kind of a game of chicken. Yeah. Whoever calls in the debt will get you, but they'll also get the ire of all of the other creditors. Yeah. If it would help your efforts uh, in our endeavor, I could speak to my contacts in the Spring Corps. So, like, if we can do this, then I can just wipe it all out. Like, either by paying it directly so there's no hard feelings, you know, monetarily, or just by saying, we're done. The, the difficulty is that if others start realizing what's going on, one of them might pull the trigger. Yes. Right, because either their, their debt will get wiped out and they'll get nothing, or else they'll be paid in... Well, probably some kind of currency that is second best to them. I get where you're coming from, but I think in this case, uh, your vampire... I shouldn't say friend. Your vampire creditor there is actually probably bluffing. If he calls in his debt just over something like uh, a bit of information gathering, that's going to draw all kinds of bad attention onto his shoulders. You can probably get more than just a uh, deferral out of him if you press him on it. I mean, maybe, but... <laughs> That's just... That is, that is a game of Russian roulette I am not keen mm. to play. How about a down payment? Something that you could offer, not whatever the terms of the arrangement are, but something that will keep them off your back for the time being. I mean, the terms of the debt are time. It's service time. But that time is not the only thing that fake creatures value. Just kind of swivel my head to Crane. If you so desire, I could speak with my contacts about your debt. Now, I guess if I I would only offer this if I knew there was a chance that it would actually do anything, Colin. I mean, it depends um, on the debtors and what was promised. You might be able to alleviate some of the debt, but you wouldn't be able take to take the pressure 100%. off. Yeah, you could take the pressure off, but you wouldn't be able to like completely wipe it clean by any means. That okay? There would well, be yeah, some that that's would... what I. Okay. Yeah. At this point, we just need to pay down the interest. Yeah. Or we'll take the pressure off. I mean, if you've got somebody... God, like, the trick is... I don't know a lot about fairy politics, but I know my debtors are kind of spread around through all of the different courts. So yes. I don't know how much pull your contact has outside of their neighborhood? Well, it's more than you might think. So, like, 
let's let's just see how the next 24 hours goes. I'm gonna call Rolgar and figure out if I can give his name and we'll see how Rolgar handles Nelik. Very well. And if people start approaching me or I start getting messages or whatever, then we can see about getting these alternate means. Very well. Semi-subtly trying to make sure that I don't also end up in debt to Nyx somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Can I make it so that you don't do me a favor that I have to worry about in the future? That, as a fellow dragon slayer, I can't just negate the favor. Okay. All right. Let's move on. All right. So a few hours later, you land in London. How are you going to go about finding Merlin? We know he's in Buckingham. That but nothing told us beyond he's there. that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll take the guise of my, uh, my, my MP. Uh, okay. Sir. Fucking, I don't know. Reginald Cuffbert. No, no, that's <laughs> that's boring. Reginald Catbert. Reginald Catdog. That was a reference just for Abe. Reginald is good. It has to it has to be extremely over the top because that's funny. Uh, Cuthbert Cuthbert of the uh, <laughs> South Wales Cuthberts. <laughs> Cuthbert Pendleton Smythe. Sure. Oh, okay. the South Wales Pendleton Smythes. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And what do you do with this? Well, I don't have any idea how Buckingham Palace works. I just want to get in. I'm sure Nix has at least some idea. In that case, uh, I figure we'll just sort of go over this in broad strokes. Go ahead and roll me a uh, deception check against the people who would give you audience with, you know, high-ranking officials in Buckingham Palace. So, uh, we'll say a red and a purple. Hey, you you successfully lie your way into Buckingham Palace. It's the lack of the chin that (laughs) all right so yeah you managed to lie your way into buckingham palace yeah and i'm going to say that like you're able to get the other two in as your guests yes and you are led uh into buckingham palace you're not led to the throne room uh but instead you are led down into the uh, lower levels of the palace 
which may or may not actually exist in real life. I don't know what the layout of Buckingham Palace is like, but I'm so, sure there. Real quick, real quick, Colin, I need to establish: Does Crane just like walk up to one of the beef eaters and say, "I have an appointment with Merlin," and then they turn 180 degrees <laughs> and escort us That's... directly into the round table chambers? <laughs> <laughs> Now that you say it like that, <laughs> now that you spell Probably it out not. specifically what I have just done, it does sound stupid. Exactly. Now that you describe my own actions back to me, so what they'll do, <laughs> what they'll do instead is lead you to a waiting room, which is much more reasonable, I think. Sure. And they'll just sort of leave you there for a little while, and then they leave you there for a little while longer. And it's at this point you think, oh no, we've been made. When suddenly, like, when in a spot that nobody is looking in, you just hear a voice that's, you know, you didn't oh, have Jesus, an appointment fuck. with me today. And standing there is an elderly looking man, nice trim beard, uh, hair is done so, sort of back in its like, sort of long way. Like, he's trying to decide whether he should grow it out again or not. Um, he's dressed very finely in like some dark greens and blacks uh, with like a gray overcoat on khaki looking pants and and also like these weird tall boots that match his lower clothing they don't match the rest of his outfit at all and you're assuming that he's just wearing them because they're comfortable he's also got a teacup that he's just sort of like holding and he goes how do you do well hello there sir Mighty fine to meet you, and might I say, I am a big fan of your work. Bosco holds out his hand. I apologize, but we were not, uh, <laughs> we were unaware of how to schedule such a point. He shakes your hand, he goes, it's nice to meet you as well. I never heard of you. I suppose that's to be expected. Uh, most of my work is performed over the United States. That's where we've come from most recently, you see. And, uh, well, we wouldn't take up your time without a good reason. And so I think we should just get straight to business. Uh, you see, we've been contracted to kill a dragon. Oh! Huh. I haven't heard anyone stupid enough to try and do that on purpose in about, um, four? five centuries, something like that? Yes, we have spoken to your former charge. Oh, how is Newt doing, by the way? Uh... He has many dogs. They're all nice, if a little weird. Yeah, yeah, I know I know about the dogs. Is, is Lancelot still kind of, you know? Yes. Okay. He's a good boy. He is, he is indeed. Anyway... Uh, so, killing a dragon. Uh, what do you want to know? Adamantine. Yes. Hmm. All right. What about it? Do you have any that we may borrow? If not, do you know where we may get some? See, the thing about the word borrow implies that you'll give it back. And if you do the method that we did back in Arthur's day, there's no giving it 
back. In that case, do you have any adamantine that we may have? Ah, there's the important question. If you may have adamantine, that unfortunately is not my call to make. I'm not the king of England. Ah. Uh, oh. No. Yeah, and I could, I could go up and I could ask Chuck if he, if he would give it to you, but I don't think he'd be too keen on that idea. I, like, full body flinch and turn my head and cover my mouth when he says Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why he calls him Chuck, because that's the fucking response you get when you think about that guy. <laughs> like, I just, I barely contain just absolutely dying on the floor. <laughs> And he goes, yeah, yeah, that's the best response I was going for. Yes. Okay, cool. Let's see. Well, so, so in addition to needing a quantity of it, I also have a bunch of, like, mechanical questions. Go for it, person who still has not introduced themselves yet. Hi, my name is Jordan <laughs> Archer. Hello, I'm Merlin. I, I gathered. Is that your real name? You know, if someone goes by something long enough, does that not make it their real name eventually? Fair. I like the way you think. Uh, just sort of a side question, something I've always been wondering. That whole reverse aging thing, did that ever really happen or did someone just make that up? Someone just made that up. The reason I am as old as I am is because I'm one of two people who drank from the Holy Grail and did not die immediately. Really? Yep. The other one was new. So is it not like actually the the vessel of the blood of Christ? Because I can't imagine that would just go around killing people. It is, but you have to be worthy of the gift in order to, uh, to do it. And basically, if you aren't, then uh, do you ever see that movie Don't say uh, Last Jones. Crusade? Yes, that one. Did you see The Last Crusade? In the oh theaters. So, yeah, the them drinking from the wrong one, if you're not worthy, that, that also happens if you drink from the right one. It's a way to prevent people who would use their gifts for ill from living forever. Doesn't really seem to jive with uh, God of forgiveness, but, uh, well, who am I to say what other people should do with it? Have you heard of the ten plagues? What's yeah, that deal with God? Uh, <laughs> can, we, can I ask <laughs> Like, out of character? <laughs> yeah, does the Christian God exist in this universe, Colin? <laughs> <laughs> Colin, Colin, uh, Mr. Mr. Dyson, not, I need you to I'm answer. To, Is God real? <laughs> I'm not going to fucking answer that. All right, but uh, I think we're getting off topic here. I think we are, yeah. It happens a lot around me. You'll get used to it. Or you won't. We might not ever meet again. Who knows? Does Charles need to know exactly how much adamantine he has? Well... If you ask me, basically every monarch since Arthur has been somewhat childish, repugnant, 
downright evil in some cases. Do not get me started on this. Oh my god! Like uh, <laughs> the, the entire the entire country minus one person mourned when she died, and let me tell you, that minus one sitting in this room right now. Um, but that's the the, the Jesus. actual answer to that question is: Does he need to know exactly how much is in there? No. Does he want to know? No. Would he care if any of it went missing? Probably yes. Well, that's if he knew, though. Ah, now you're getting it. So, if we were to happen to accidentally, say, wander into a room where adamantine just happens to be kept, and if that adamantine were to uh, be replaced by a surprisingly accurate facsimile, I doubt that anyone inside this palace, aside from those in this room would know the difference. Yeah, there's one other person who would know the difference because he's seen enough of it, but also... Surprisingly accurate facsimile. Yeah. Okay, so you don't know how old Sir Gawain is, do you? He's been around Adamantino about as long as I have. He would know. Now, the question is, would he care? And I can safely say he would, but I'll talk him out of it. Um, that sounds good enough for government work. <laughs> what do the rest of y'all have to say about that? I mean, sure, fine. I don't know if I actually need a lot for what I intend to do with it. Is there any way you can magic up a nuke? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, who are you? I just mouth don't engage. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he, just making the cross with your hands. No, no. <laughs> he puts he puts up a hand to you, Bosco, and th- like just to shut you down and just waits for an answer. I am Nyx of the Spring Court. Oh, that's interesting. You gave me your actual name. Huh. Okay, cool. I had a feeling that you would uh, be able to, t- well, it's, it, I don't even know if it is their actual name, but it's the one they give, they give people. Okay. Either way. When they want to be familiar. Yeah. It's like, okay, Nyx, so can I magic up a nuke? The answer is yes, I can. One that will not be detonated on this plane of existence. Correct. I can do that. Nor in the Feywild. Yeah, I, I can do that. Hmm. Now, the, my next question is, what can I do to convince you to do so? Nothing. Literally nothing. I am slightly disappointed. But I am not surprised. They've been really fixated on nuking this dragon. And honestly, I'd like to see it happen because people have been telling me, well, one person told me that they're basically immune to it. That sounds like horse shit. Do you realize how horse shit dragons are? They're made out of ley lines. Yes, we've been told. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like that's just basically living magic. Magic is horse shit. In that case, uh, I want to talk to Merlin about the contentment 
vessel thing imaging. Two notes. Okay. Oh. <laughs> God. You won't give me one nuke, but will you give me two? Oh, sure, absolutely. Let's just go. Mm. Just keep hitting the dragon with nukes until we find an amount of nukes that kill a dragon. <laughs> okay, but what if I said please? <laughs> uh, in that case, I will speak of my other less exciting plan. A vessel that channels an emotion, specifically contentment, used at a convergence of ley line uh, to create something approaching the opposite of a dragon. Oh. See, now that is interesting, and that is something I would be willing to help with. The thing is, I am probably the most powerful human spellcaster to have ever existed. And I would not even know how to begin to start doing something like that. We already have someone on it. Oh, re- okay. Uh, you. who? <laughs> Give me their name. Give me their name and address right the fuck now. <laughs> oh, uh, I didn't. <laughs> Do I remember? Yeah, like you had the you had oh. the um oh yeah i probably wrote so. down the information and gave that the, yeah. the the information i wrote down to rolgar and kept the card yeah. so yeah i will hand that to merlin oh hey went to this guy's wedding <sighs> yeah. Small oh room. hey i had no clue who this guy is <laughs> <laughs> yeah apparently like a invite just came to me randomly in the mail and I said yes, and I brought the queen as my plus one because uh, I thought it would be funny to just show up to a guy who invited me probably as a joke. I told him once upon a time that 95% of magic is cheating. He does not remember that. 100% Merlin does not remember that. Okay. <laughs> Oscar would agree. So, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. I am probably going to go pay him a visit and help him out with that if I can. Because, like, at this point, if you've got him working on this and he's confident on doing it, then he probably knows more about that shit than I do. Well, while we're talking about uh, rendering assistance, uh, I know it's not your discipline, but it is a powerful magic item, so I was figuring you might be keeping tabs on it. I am in the market for a certain Ring of Solomon. I figure it could be a very big help in evening the odds against a dragon. Uh, you're probably not wrong. Uh, I've never used it myself, never really touched the thing myself. I've seen it. I've seen it in person. So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to tell you where it is, because I know also going to tell you that it's a lot like Excalibur, where it is tied to a particular bloodline rather than the person who currently owns it or was gifted to or something. So, if you get it, it will hate you. It will try to kill you to get back to who it rightfully belongs to. And it is in a museum in Tripoli. Tripoli. All right. 
I mean, hell, I, I might have the right bloodline in me somewhere. Uh, wasn't exactly from a solid stock, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's tied to a very specific person, like a very specific person, Sol- and Solomon's bloodline. Like, Solomon died a long time ago. I think Solomon died before I was born. Well, yeah, that's my point. Uh, his genetic material is probably in at least a quarter of the entire population of the planet by this point. Anyway, um, so what I can also do is point you to a guy who can temporarily fix that problem for you. Normally it would be permanent, but the artifact things tend to be a little finicky, so with them, it's a temporary solution. I've only known his first name, but he's in Delaware. And his name is Sean. Can I roll to see if I know who Sean is? Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll streetwise. Um, roll Sean. Difficult. Sean! <laughs> Sean! I'm trying to think of how... How often have you had to get magic items washed? Essentially. Washed? Laundered, excuse me, laundered. Yeah. I would say, not necessarily personally, but on the behalf of clients sometimes. Bosco is the kind of person who generally trusts only what he makes himself, but uh, depending on the needs of the client, he has to go find some really weird crap sometimes. We'll say difficulty three, then. All right, that's streetwise. Yes. And I feel like this is an appropriate check to spend my brilliant on. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. an interesting result. So that is two successes and five threats. You know him. And the last time you saw him, he threatened to cut out your throat. And that's the exact wording that he used. Cut out your throat. Sean from Delaware. Oh my. I believe I have spoken with him once or twice. Short temper. Yeah, I've, I figured that. Uh, the only reason he doesn't really lose it with me is because uh, when the one time he did lose it with me, I turned him into a frog for about 45 minutes. It was pretty funny. He still kept trying to hop towards me, trying to get me. It was funny as hell. I should keep that in mind when we meet. I'm not sure how big he is on bygones being bygones. But uh, he's going to have some words for me when we first meet. And then Merlin turns and points to Jordan and says, You have been waiting very patiently. Thank you. You're very polite. Questions. Go. Your yeah. turn now. Okay. Okay, so um, let me bring you up to speed on, like, part one of the plan that I've been formulating. So, dragons are natural terraformers, which means wherever this thing is, like, lurking is... It has turned it into an area that is favorable to itself. So we're not going to be able to kill it there. Also, I am an extremely normal human and want to engage with this thing as little as possible, so I want to cheat this process as hard as I can. So, my thought is, I want to get it moving, airborne. I'm thinking whatever this contentment monster is might be good bait to like get it flying 
in a direction, in a straight line. As it's moving, I want to open up a very large portal to the Deadlands. The Sultans have given us permission and uh, a location. We have a guy working on the coordinates for that. We open that up, and then I want to drop it through it. They fly mostly by magic. I'm thinking we disrupt the magic and make it do an emergency landing and then open up the portal in the middle of that. Best way I can think of to disrupt the magic, adamantine chaff grenade. Hmm. Hmm. Just fire hmm. a bunch of airborne anti-magic filaments into its airspace as it's going overhead. We don't okay. we don't need to completely cancel it out. We just need to fuck it up hard enough that it has to land. Interesting. So interesting, interesting. I need to know the machine ability of adamantine. I need to know if one of these flakes passes through the plane of the portal, will it shut? Because I've walked through a couple at this point. They seem just like holes in space. They don't seem like portal portals, like like the, the the magical rifts I see on TV. So like, can adamantine pass through without disrupting it? Okay. All right. So, uh, do they have a field? Do does it like only work on contact, or is there like? Like, I don't know, maybe it's volumetric or something that they project a, a, a magic cancellation field. W whatever material data you can give to me, I, I need properties. Okay. Got that all out of your system now? I'm an engineer. <laughs> okay. That, that makes sense. That, that tracks. I like to have problem statements that everybody can understand. Okay. All right, so we're going to go through these one at a time, and forgive me if I uh, don't remember everything you asked, so if I miss something, please remind me we're going to go through these one at a time. Sure. As for area of effect uh, and such, no, it is purely a contact thing. It does not negate magic except through contact kind of a pain in the ass because man that if if it was an area thing that would make things so much better oh god i would go for i would not i would not give you that sort of thing if it was that powerful um what else it can just pass through the plane the portals between dimensions because the magic is purely mostly contained in this in that instance around the edges like there's very little magic going on in the actual like part that you walk through it's all around the edges so unless it touches the edge it going through just won't disturb anything that being said it takes an enormous amount of adamantine to even affect a dragon because it turns out a creature made out of pure magic doesn't really get affected by adamantine that much. I would think it would be the opposite. It's... It's akin to trying to 
make the sun less bright by throwing the ocean at it. Yes, water does... Okay, I know that the sun is made out of plasma, but imagine if it was made out of fire. Yes, it would do something, but not at any sort of measurable level. Shit. Okay, so next question, please. Uh, What have I forgotten? Like, what's the next thing you want to know? Well, if you need a massive volume of it, then my plan doesn't work. Would the Spring Court have any on hand? Yeah, they would. It's based from the Feywilds. It doesn't, like, adamantine does not exist on Earth. Is it a thing I could just, like, requisition? You would have to probably call in a big favor, um, or owe a big favor. Hey, babe, we can get married if I do this. Could I have the adamantium? <laughs> I think as things are being presented, our current situation is our is the easiest adamantine you can get hold of. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying that it wouldn't be total. Like, you could still do stuff with the adamantine. You could probably use it to help with some stuff that you're doing. Like, it, it might end up being more useful than you're thinking. I'm probably over-exaggerating for the sake of just being dramatic. I don't know if you've noticed, but that's sort of my thing. But you're not going to be making like a harpoon out of adamantine and chucking it at the dragon and expecting it to really no, go. I'm, I'm not talking about a harpoon. My my thought was just a chaff grenade. Adamantine nuke. One moment. Turns to Nick's Stop with the nukes. Turns back to Jordan. (laughs) What about a wire lasso? So what exactly are you, do you want the adamantine to do? Well, like I said, I wanted to disrupt its flight because it flies mostly by magic. Disrupt the flight because it works mostly by magic. I I want to force it to make an emergency landing. Adamantine bowlers. Throw them at the wings. Foul them up. Adamantine maintain chain shot. I like the way this one points to Bosco is thinking. Okay. Bolas. All right. I can design a bola thrower. A little more complicated than just a chaff grenade. Uh, should be doable. Something like chain shot. We could get a cannon of some sort. Well, just a net. Don't know if we'll get enough to make a net, so that's why I didn't say a net. And then I'll, I'll need to know its machine ability. Like, of course you're giving us some, but if there are procedures that consume it, I would like to know all of its material properties in advance. He just reads his free hand that uh, is not holding his teacup, snaps his fingers, and all of a sudden your hands just like sort of move by themselves to catch something heavy and then you just get a big stack of papers that appear in them Jeez. it's a lot of information is that a materials information sheet this is like yep. 10 materials information sheets I've had 2,000 years to study adamantine you asked for Jesus notes Christ. I gave you 2,000 years worth of notes 
I fucking appreciate Here's it. Here's what I've learned. Thank you. <laughs> it's metal. <laughs> and then I like I, I I reposition it so that I'm holding it in one hand just barely, and I fucking slap my palm into my forehead. You know, it's that was. Can how the fuck did I miss this step? If I'm going to be firing my Okay, well, it's not anymore, but if I was going to be firing my fucking chaff grenades at it from the Feywilds, how was I getting it to the Feywilds? Can it pass through Feywilds portals? Oh, yeah. Creating a portal to the Feywilds that's more like a portal to the Deadlands is a little more complicated than the standard procedure, but it can be done. This one, okay. uh, points to Bosco, should be able to do it. Yeah, if, if you're talking about passability... Well, I know it's an old cliche, but it's a cliche because it's pretty accurate. Just think of reality like a piece of fabric. You tear open the fabric, there's no more fabric there. There's just a space that you can pass through. Now, would I know if my... I mean, I already have a portal, right? Yeah. But it's more like the um, kind that most people... Uh, have where you draw it on the floor and you step in it to, into it and it just sort of like teleports you to the okay. Feywilds. It's not like a it's not like a doorway that um, mine isn't okay. That, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'll just have to figure out whatever I can with whatever volume you can give us, and I'll take the I'll figure out its machine ability based on all of this fucking information, and. And if you if you're not gonna need that once we're all done, you, you can just leave that at my bookstore. By the way. Oh yeah, that's the copy. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Um. So it can pass through portals without causing problems, so long as it doesn't touch the edge. Oh. Uh. So I can. I got a. I got a consultant on this portal. It's going to be very big. Uh, we're looking at one mile on the edge just for factors of safety. Okay. Uh, What sort of power draw is that going to take? Oh, power draw of a mile long door to the Deadlands from the Feywilds. Is is that radius, diameter, or circumference? Um, perimeter. Four mile perimeter. It's worth shooting for like a rectangle, uh, a square, basically. So the power draw to that is going to be a bit more than just the simple chalk door. Wizards of basically any power, except for like the weakest and like the most inept, should be able to power that. I doubt Bosco here is weak and inept, so he should be able to do it as easily as casting most, most any other spell, which is my way of saying mechanically is going to be uh, too purple when you finally get get around to it as opposed to character if power is that much of an issue we have the tooth the tooth is made of mithril (laughs) yes yeah well it contains mithril something made out of it entirely but yes camilla can just give a bullet to bosco for two minutes I like the idea of Camilla being just like really not knowing what to do with Mithril. So just all of the tooth becomes bullets. So anytime someone <laughs> needs Mithril, they just get a bunch of bullets. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> okay, 
Okay, okay, so that's the power draw. Um, Thomas is working on the coordinates. Do you have any advice? I guess. Don't do what you're doing. Don't try Besides to kill the dragon. The obvious, just don't do it, lol. Do you okay. have any advice for this? Okay, you beat me to the obvious joke, so uh, congratulations on that. Um, advice. Advice. I'm trying to think. Because no one has ever done this the same way twice. Have an extremely, extremely fast extraction plan if it goes bad, because let me tell you right now, that fire breath, you will die. Yes, it burns your soul. And, well, there is that, but also, like, it's the fire's so hot that it doesn't even feel hot. Kills you before your nerves even recognize what's happening? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, actually, I was wondering... Do you know about the range on that fire? Uh, depends on the size of the dragon, but the one that we fought back in the 500s was... Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to do some... I'm also calculating it into the Imperial measurement for you fucking... Okay, uh... <laughs> you invented it. <laughs> Yeah, and we don't use it anymore. Um. Also, I'm an engineer. We know what meters are. Yeah. Oh god. Also, he's he's probably having to convert it from ancient wealth Welsh measurements in the first place. <laughs> How many L's is the dragon? <laughs> <laughs> You're probably looking at a maximum range of uh, roughly. I would say half to three-fourths of the length of the dragon is probably the easiest way to measure it. However long the dragon is, minimum safe distance three-fourths of the dragon. Okay, so assuming our contractor hasn't set us up with some fucking ultra-titan, we're well within our factor of safety. Yes. Cool. Good. A uh, similar range on its spellcasting capabilities, which I've been told it has. Um, it actually could probably go a little bit further than that, honestly, with the spellcasting. Uh, the couple of spells that we had to deal with when we were taking care of ours uh, had a surprising range, and we lost several roundtable members that you've never heard of. You've never heard of them because they died. Literally, yes, they exactly. stopped existing. Yeah. <laughs> Ultra dead. Okay. All right. And finally, I have been waiting for this. Please believe me, I'm only doing this because I will be kick. I would be kicking myself for the rest of my life if I never tried. May I have your name? Elliot Splitwick. Don't worry, I have more. You want another one? Nicholas Humperdinck. <laughs> uh, do you try transfer transforming into Elliot uh, Flitwick or uh, Nicholas Hupperdink Splitwick fuck uh, it sure the only thing that changes is that Nix grows a beard <laughs> wow I'm really gonna this. make the joke <laughs> <laughs> 
Immediately changes back. <laughs> Awful imagination. Spending a whole new person on the fly like that. I'm going hmm. to tell you what I tell a lot of... I can't say young wizards, because with all wizards compared to me are young. Magic is like 90% cheating. Oh, I know. I've been around that long. I mean, that. All right. half the point of being a hermetic wizard is just to leech off of the traditions of other actual religions. Mm. Anyway, uh, you guys go create that facsimile of the adamantine, and let me tell you right now, it is going to be the easiest heist ever. All you have to do is come to me, and I'll just, I'll show you a tour of the palace, and then I'll look, this is where we keep our adamantine. You want to go in and take a look real quick? I promise it's going to be like Honestly, the most boring part of this entire fool's errand that you're doing. There's the adamantine room. Just you have you know, go in and look, touch everything you want. I'm gonna go make a tea for a cup of tea for exactly ten minutes. <laughs> I was gonna suggest you go uh, take a bathroom break. Hey, so Colin, real quick. Hmm. I just I want to do one little bit of bookkeeping and then maybe tell a joke. Uh, when we landed, I would have called Rolgar. To ask if mm-hmm. it was cool if I give his name to one of my debtors. Uh, that one is going to be probably a charm roll because he would probably not want that. And I do have stats for Rolgar, so uh, if you're rolling charm, then he is rolling. So cool. I'm fine if he tells me no. I'm honestly fine if he tells me no. I could help out by interjecting and saying uh, that we may lose Jordan's services if they, if if Rolgar doesn't do this. I'm trying to think. Hold on. How many ranks does Nyx have in Charm? Two. Okay, that would get me up to two yellow, which is better than three green. Yeah. I don't have Charm. Probably why I have so many enemies scattered around. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll yeah go ahead and roll uh, charm uh, the difficulty here is uh, two red and two purple a threat a threat I was um, going to say I could at least like uh, pipe in by like providing some more technical details that's worth at least one blue yeah so go ahead and roll a blue and we'll add Okay. Oh, nada. wow. <laughs> nada. Um, Worth a shot. How do I want to play a si- one single threat? Which it should not be a. Uh... It is a failure. It is a failure. So you're not going to get his name, but also on top of that, something bad has to happen. Something inconvenient has to happen. Uh, yeah, well, inconvenient. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, the answer. He goes. You may not tell the. Debtor, my name, Fordnotcher. Ah, I'm sorry, I must go now. Goodbye. And he hangs up, and you will not be able to contact him next time you need to contact him. Well, shit. He's very much angry at you right now. Ah, however, I I believe Jordan, Rolgar is not the only one who is in possession of his name. Uh, I don't want to make him mad at me. I don't think he'd get mad at you. 
<laughs> uh, okay, so that was the one mechanical interaction. The joke that I want to tell is I want to make sure that when we hit the 18 hour point from mm-hmm. the conversation with that vampire, I am inside Buckingham Palace, ideally in a highly secure area. Um, it is better to ask for permission than, or for forgiveness than permission in most cases. With this in mind, I am willing to be Rolgar leads and meet with your debtor. Hey Merlin, can you help me with a vampire? I think what would have to happen is you would have to tell Nellick. You would have to like speak over me in the moment. Because I've been told I can't give the name. This is up to you guys. Well, if Rogar meets this vampire in person, then you won't have to give him a name. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Rogar will just roll up and uh, hopefully bowl him over in the conversation. Yes. Rogar is in the room, coincidentally. Well, not coincidentally, you called him up and told him about, about the issue, and he came in person to resolve it. This is how much faith I have in my employees. This is how much micromanaging I have in my employees. <laughs> Rolgar wouldn't put it that way. I can't do a Rolgar I, Rolgar leads would not put it that way. I, Rolgar lead, would not put it that way. <laughs> Hello, it is I, Rolgar leads. <laughs> I am the dwarf. So, it's up. Digging a it's hole. honestly up to you. Do you still want to do the funny plan oh, where you meet? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like at the very least, I want to put him on the backest foot I possibly can. <laughs> All right. So, Nelik steps out of the shadows, like fingers steepled, like like pointed downwards. I, I, I presume that at this point, uh, Nyx is lying in wait somewhere as Rolgar. Yeah. Out of sight, for, as for now. And as soon as they step out of the shadows, before they can even finish opening their mouth, a man dressed in heavy plate armor that has, like, symbolism of a cat, not a lion, but a cat, walks out, puts a sword to his throat, and says, you have about... 15 seconds to leave before I decide that uh, I'm going to poke enough holes into you that it wouldn't matter that you need sunlight or not. And Nelik just sort of like glares at you, Jordan. I shrug and look apologetic. I'm going to need deception roll on that one. Fair. (laughs) Let's say one red and two purple. Do I get uh, a bonus for the situation? Honestly, yes, you'll get a you'll get one blue because they are 100% not really paying attention to you at the moment. A little bit worried. Okay. Uh, this is probably going to go real bad for me. Oh, or not. I got a success. You got a <laughs> success. So, they do not know that you 100% did this on purpose. And they say, "I'm going to keep an eye on you." When you arrive back in the States, I expect my answer. And then they sort of 
slowly sidestep out of the way of the sword and just walk backwards into the shadow. And then the person wearing the armor, like the armor just sort of like folds up into a coin and you see an older gentleman, like short hair, uh, kind of a stubble says, please do not do that again. Okay, I almost said will do, but won't do? Also, thank you. Yeah. Okay, just just go before they decide that they've changed their mind and want to get their head chopped off. Apologies. I'm glad I didn't have to use Rolgar. That would have been uncomfortable. Nyx rocks up and just goes, I am Rolgarwit! The heck is that? <laughs> Sounded like a speaking spell. Jesus All right. fucking Christ. All right, I think that's a good place to end it. <laughs> I think that's a fine place to call the session. Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm hold so on, hold sorry, on. Uh, I before, to... huh? before we uh, do that, um one from each of the lists oh right dice dice things dice 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 i would like for my part to remove the rounding error so plus one blue minus one black okay so we can choose one from the negative or the positive because at that point this this isn't round we're fixing the rounding error i feel like my efforts constitute downgrading a challenge die Okay. That one is gone. You cannot change choose that one anymore. All right, and that is that is that. Next time, um, the world's easiest heist, and then probably an actual heist where you have to go take care of a museum artifact and then bring it to someone that fucking hates Bosco at the moment. You might have to turn him into a frog. <laughs> next time. Apparently he respects that. It's less that and more he did not know he was dealing with Merlin, but okay. <laughs> On the next episode of the most right? dangerous game. 25 experience for everybody. Alright. I've spent mine already. I have bought scathing tirade improved. Mm. Finding ahead. I don't know what I'm going to buy. Figure it okay, out later. That's fair. Yeah, you can figure it yeah, out later. Same. Yep. Thank you, players, for playing. Thank you, listeners, for listening. And I hope you'll join us next time. Uh, probably the final planning session. So the session after that is going to be getting to the dragon and potentially killing it. Hey, Colin, oh, I just realized uh, you said the next time I need to talk to Rolgar, I'm not going to be able to. The next time I'm going to need to talk to Rolgar is, hey, where is the dragon? Hmm. Does somebody also have to ask him? Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Where's the dragon? I will give you a laundry list of questions to ask. Hey. If magic is cheating, then this, so is this. Suspiciously this. sounds like Jordan asking questions. <laughs> All right. Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Except oh. you. You know who you are. <laughs>
Oh, really? The, the, that dude? Fuck that dude. 